0: Welcome to Real Estate U
1: with Letty
0: Ann. Welcome back to Real Estate U with Letty Ann. I'm grateful that Krista Williams, the founder of Neatly Done KC, that's like Kansas City, Neatly Done KC, an organizing company uh, locally owned and based right here in the Kansas City metropolitan area. Welcome back, Krista.
1: Thank you. Yay. So happy to be here. Awesome.
0: Love doing these. So fun. So we, uh, we shot the first uh, episode together, and it was just like a wealth of information. I'm hoping people absorbed it, perhaps taking notes. Uh, but now let's uh, let's dive in a little bit deeper. Uh, what would be the next, um, what's the next step? Because we kind of gave DIY mm-hmm. uh, tips for people. I love your acronym SPACE. Let's yes. just review that. S-P-A-C-E. Yep. Go ahead and tell us again what that yep. means.
1: So that acronym is what we use to organize any space. So the first step is S.O.R.T. Then purge, then assign a space for everything that you have left. <clears throat> then containerize, which is a word I made up. Basically, figure out what bins and stuff you need, and then E is equalize, which means you just need to maintain the space and maintain the system that you've developed and set up. Love
0: it. So, what's what's the next step that you think uh, people need to know, or how you'd like to uh, provide value to the consumers and those watching, whether you're renting a home or sharing a space with a roommate. Uh, Or you're a homeowner and you just really want to start getting organized.
1: Um, I thought we could talk about the areas that we get the most calls about uh, in our business. So people call us a lot for pantries and also for garages. So vastly different spaces, but two areas that I feel like people are in a lot and can easily become messy and kind of out of sorts and chaotic and they just like throw up their hands and they're like, I don't know what to do. Come help me. So those are the areas that we get questions a lot about. So I wanted to just kind of talk about how we organize those spaces, give you some of our tips that we use, Beautiful. and then so that you can do it yourself, maybe a little bit. So those are the top
0: two spaces.
1: Yeah. So two. not really
0: kitchen because like can't kitchen, not, you know because
1: yes, kitchen goes along with pantry, but I would degree, right? I would say that most people call us first about their pantries, and then typically this is. Pretty much, almost how it goes with ninety percent of our clients. We do their pantry, and then they're like, "And can you come back and do my kitchen?" And I'm like, "Yes, we can," because it looks so amazing. I said and both to you at yeah, the same time. Yeah, and but your, you were kitchen, proud of me. your kitchen is on point, my friend. Looking Thank you. good. Looking Thank you. good. Yeah, I like I like organi- I And like, really, your pantry is not that bad either. I like things in order. Yes. So. Well, it makes everyone. It, there is a scientifically proven thing that order makes your mental um, health just that much better. Like you're just good. calmer. So whatever it takes. 100%. All right. Okay. So pantries, back to pantries. Okay. So the first thing you want to do when we come in and we are assessing the space is we kind of figure out what's the overarching problem. So generally the overarching problem is it's just like out of out of order and there's no rhyme or reason in the pantry and things are just kind of thrown in there. Or the other common issue that we see is there's just not enough space. So that's really common with um, homes that either don't have a walk-in pantry or or they're just using their cabinet or um, a space where people are renting or it's a really small condo or an apartment. And that's more often than not. So what yes. do you,
0: so uh, those without a walk-in pantry, you know, they're yes. maximizing their cabinets. Yes. What, what's the, um the Hail Mary there for, okay. The, for those Okay. So folks?
1: yours truly does not have a walk-in pantry either. So um, what we always recommend is that you have to figure out what cabinets that you can use and like purpose as a pantry. And then also if you don't have enough space, you need to think creatively about your space that you do have in your kitchen and then maybe even outside of your kitchen. So we always talk about back of cabinet doors um, or back of doors that are adjacent to your kitchen. Can we use that and put like an uh, organizer on right. there? Um, the other thing we always recommend is, is there another area in your home that we can store things that you don't use as often? So for instance, I have a lot of my um, entertaining pieces in our storage room. Because I don't have room for all these bulky, entertaining pieces in my kitchen. They're taking up precious space. I call it precious real estate. I'm like, prime real estate cannot be taken up by things that you just don't use very often. There's no reason. four times a year or something. Right. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. I just go downstairs and pull them out of the basement whenever we need them. So so that is the first thing you do is just figure out like what's the overarching problem. And then you can attack it better. Because if it's space, then you have to figure out – if you don't solve the space problem first – then you're never gonna be organized. You're just gonna kind of be reshuffling things and you're just gonna be frustrated. So the first thing is figuring out what the problem is so you can address that overall, just whenever you're walking into your pantry. And I would say that if you have a walk-in pantry, space is not your problem. It's usually too much stuff. Oh, Generally.
0: Right. The bigger the, the bigger you, the space, the more stuff we right, put in it.
1: Right. It just you're just filling it. Um so um mm. I would say I don't think we've done a walk-in pantry where we have needed Additional space once we're done with the project. (laughs) The homeowner might say, I think we need additional space. And I'm like, I don't think we do. Once we go through this process, I think you're going to see that you have everything that you need and even more, and you have enough room for it. So that's the first thing we do. So then we start the process, the space, we run through the space thing. So we come into somebody's pantry, we literally pull everything out. So I tell them, clear all your countertops off, maybe even some floor space, put a sheet down on the floor and on your countertops to protect it. And just pull everything out of your pantry and sort it into like items. So with organization, another little buzzword that I like to throw out is keep like with like. So when you're sorting, keep your cereal together and keep your oatmeal by your cereal and keep all your breakfast items together. And then also you want to subcategorize as much as it makes sense for your items. So for some houses, for example, they just need to keep all their baking ingredients together because they don't really bake very much. Other households, have lots of baking things. So they need to subdivide by like decorating, by um, food coloring, by um, baking mixes, and then baking ingredients. So it kind of just depends on what your collection is. So that's why it's so, every project is really different. I just want to rush home. I'm so inspired.
0: I <laughs> I'm, I'm wickedly inspired right now. I, true, yeah. I truly am. I'll see ya.
1: So yeah, so everybody's different. So, no, get back here. <laughs> Okay, I can take it over. over I'm taking over the podcast now. I love it. You can. I love it. You could be a guest host. I love it. I would love to. Um, okay. Let's do it. Tangent. All right. Bunny trail. Okay. Back on it. Anyway, so sure. you've sorted and um, you have a hot mess <laughs> in your kitchen right now. And then you're going to purge. So you're going to throw away anything that's expired and anything that you bought and no one is eating. Um,
0: Or you can donate those unexpired items, please. Put a donation basket You can definitely donate those. A
1: lot of, um, I would say a good place that we donate a lot of unopened food that's um, not expired is food pantries. And a lot of local churches have those. So just maybe call some of your churches that are close to you.
0: Or put it out there on your Facebook page and just say, hey, I've got these two bags
1: of food. Totally. Where can I take it?
0: Exactly. 10-
1: 100 people Yes, but I mean, don't, um, don't donate the canned goods that expired in 2006. Yeah, that's bad. Really bad. We, that's just um, lazy. Put we, it in the our, our, uh, our, our record, I think, is a 2005er that we found in someone's mm-hmm. house. 2005. Well,
0: maybe they've been there it a happens. Long time. It just happens. It totally happens.
1: And also, it gets shoved to the back of your pantry and you have no idea what's back there.
0: Do you kind of feel like we're talking like two California Valley girls? Is that okay to say?
1: Yeah, it's okay to say. I think that was um, – maybe somebody had a nickname for that for me when I was Like for real? School.
0: Oh, they did? Because I'm starting to mirror you. Yeah, maybe. I'm and also, to like crazy I talk California...
1: really fast. so I hadn't noticed. What are you talking about? Mirror your spine. <sighs> I need to be reminded to slow down. But it's so exciting I know. to me. Let's go, sister. Okay. So you're purging, getting rid of things, and then you're assigning the space. So this is where you need the plan. I was talking about how we sketch out the space when we come to your house and we take measurements. So you need to take measurements of your pantry. How long are your shelves? How Reminder, deep are they? Reminder,
0: don't buy the containers before you start do the not, process. Because you're not. at the store
1: going, oh, I'll just get these for later.
0: Don't and do that. Not what? Nine times out of 10, those containers oh, end
1: up not working. Totally. Okay. It's not the right thing and you are going to be sad. And you're going to have to you're go to the store sad. like five times okay. because you're going to be running back and forth. And that's frustrating. Yeah. It's the worst. Okay. So then you're going to assign everything a space. And when you do that, think zones. So- Keep all the snack items together, all your breakfast items together, all your canned goods together, all your um, baking ingredients together. So decide where those zones should be in your pantry. Like If you have kids, do you want them to access the snacks? Put them on a lower shelf. If you do not, put them up high. My kids, we have a sweets basket up high because I do not – they will eat sugar all day long if I give them access to Don't it. But they know where the step stool is? Um they do, Letty Ann, oh, but sorry. it's really high. I won't tell them. Um, okay. they know. They could hurt themselves. It's true. And if someone fell, you'd you know, know that they were after the sweets. It's true. Um, <laughs> it did happen. The sweets oh, no. been, uh, my husband likes to buy the sweets in our household and it got really heavy. And, um, one of my daughters pulled it down and it, oh, like dear. boom crashed all over the floor. Keep the sweets up high if you want I to said, get the kids yeah. out. I said no more too many ding dongs in our house. We're but good. We've
0: got we've got ten minutes. So okay, I don't want to get to the garage because oh, yes, I know that's garage your second.
1: Yes. Um I'm trying to think anything part. else. Um I don't think there's anything else about, like crucial about the pantry you need to know, but just know, oh, the containing though is sometimes difficult with a pantry. Okay, three tips. One, buy bins that fit your budget. So think about your budget. Um a pantry, a walk-in pantry can be an investment to uh organized. But once you've bottled the bins and the containers, it's not a project that you're redoing in three to five years. It's you're Everything done. Everything has a place. You're done and you're not doing anything for years except for maybe tweaking it, adding a bin here and there. I but don't know about that. But ma- yeah, it's true. <laughs> Unless maybe you're like family structure changes wildly. Yeah. yeah. Um, like five kids. Totally. You ask or adding a bunch of kids. But if I don't know, it kind of depends. Good point. How depends do you add on your face. But that's never mm, mind that's that. a whole nother topic, Eddie. Right. Let's get to the garage. Okay. Let's talk about the garage. Okay. So the garage is like a giant puzzle. It's so fun, but it's a huge space. So first of all, know that it's a really big project if you take it on yourself. So don't go into it thinking you're going to get it done like in a pull day. pull
0: everything out into the g- driveway. Yes. And then
1: now it's dinner time. 100%. And you're so, like, let's just put it all back in. Yeah. You're like, we didn't do anything. That's so <laughs> annoying. <laughs> okay. So you want to just tackle one spot at a time in your garage. So maybe it's just one wall, it's one area, What, however your garage is oriented, just do one. Now, when we come into your garage, we get it all done in a day. Like we pull it all out, we sort it, we purge it, we organize it. Because you have a plan. Because we have a plan and we have a team of like four of us that come and we are like, we attack it. But if you do it on your own, it's a big, big project. So don't, don't do it. Okay. But you do want to pull everything out eventually. And if, when you're pulling things out and sorting it, get tables because there's a lot of heavy things and you don't want to have to be bending over to like sort things and purge through things. So that's my number one tip, get tables. And if you're putting things on the ground, get like a tarp or an old sheet that you can put things on. Um, so they're not damaged. Great point.
0: Um, we we tend to just want to get started yes. and forget that oh that's really heavy put it down oh honey move that out of the uh-huh. way oh and then you move it and then
1: yeah and then there's like oil on your on your driveway or something like right. that whatever it is so so it's the same process you're Tables sorting things yeah you're sorting things and you're purging things and if you know that you have a garage that you need a lot of purging. Number one tip is line up a trash removal, a junk removal service, and even maybe a donation service pickup for you. Or a dumpster? You, or or a dumpster. A small dumpster, right? Really? Yeah, small dumpster if you have that much. Okay. Um, it's crucially important because otherwise you're going to be like, I just purged all this stuff and now I have like a whole pile of stuff on my driveway. What do I do with it? What do I do with it? Mm-hmm. So um, so do that up front if you know that you're going to have a lot of things to purge and get rid of. Um, and there's a lot of donation services that will come and pick it up at your house So that's a really nice thing to schedule kind of ahead of time, what we do for our clients. Um, And then once you've got everything purged, that's like phase one, and you're going to be tired. And so you're probably going to stop after that. And if you have to stop, then what I recommend is just put everything back in your garage, Put it in like by how you have it sorted. Put all your lawn equipment together. Put Just you know keep just things, for now. Just for now. Because to hold yeah. it if you don't have time gotcha. to like then do the actual organizing because really the, the sorting and the purging in a garage is a lot of physical labor and it's just – That could be
0: one day for easily, a couple or a family yes, or something. Yes.
1: Easily could be one day. Okay. So then second day is you have to decide, okay, where is everything going to go? So in a garage, you have to think about shelves and you have to think about hanging things and using your vertical space highly important. So from a shelf perspective, I have to think about, okay, where can we put shelves and what items need to be on shelves? So shelves are good. Anything that can be hung should be hung first. That's my uh, number one recommendation. So things that can be hung are bikes, strollers, um, lawn chairs, uh, scooters, all your yard tools, your rakes, your shovels, your brooms, your weed, or all that stuff. Anything that can be hung, hang it up. Okay. Um, and then the rest of the items are bulky items like your car care, your Lawn mower, um, gas, your uh, stuff to take care of your lawn, your bird seed, your pest control. There's so many things. Kids' toys like chalk and bubbles and all that stuff. All that stuff needs to be go in a bin on a shelf. and, and a labeled. bin on a shelf. In a bin on a shelf. On the shelf. The big, really bulky things like if you have a shop back or you have, uh, like I said, like your um, gas, gasoline tank for your mower. Mm-hmm. That stuff doesn't need to go in a bin. Yeah. But anything else that's kind of loose, cans, toys, loose and small in a bin, categorized, labeled on a shelf. Likes together. Likes together. And from a shelving perspective, you've got choices. Um, you can do like just freestanding ones. Um, I recommend that you not buy shelves that are 24 inches deep. That's a really – that's a knit. That's a real knit. That's you getting to So Say that again. I, I'm just, Don't under- buy a shelf that is 24 inches deep in a garage. A lot of people buy like – the you go to Home Depot, there's lots of is shelves that, that too, are either – too wide? It's too wide because – your you're, it's really difficult to find containers that will be that deep. So then you're not utilizing the full shelf. And then your natural inclination is going to be to fill the whole thing. So then things get shoved to the back. Oh, sorry. I sent my microphone. Okay. Things get shoved to the back and you... So what's listen. the what's the appropriate shelving Eight, size? 18-inch deep shelves. Okay. Numero uno recommendation. 18-inch shelves. Yes, 18-inch. Um, yes. And you can buy the wire ones. Those are really great because they're super sturdy. Mm. Um, they're a little bit more expensive but not horrible. Um, you can buy them at Home Depot, Lowe's, Container Store. And then also they, shell, they sell wall shelving units if you want your shelves secured to the wall versus just a freestanding shelf that's kind of more wobbly if you're concerned about that. The container store sells um, wall systems that are amazing, that I love.
0: I'm going to interject a real estate thing. And we we have four minutes left. uh, Andy's telling me Um, a real estate thing is if you do buy shelves that you affix to the wall. Yes. But you want to take them with you, you need to put that in your seller's disclosure that those shelves aren't staying. Good, good disclosure. Yeah, because anything that's actually affixed to the wall... Is part of the home. Is part of the home. I mean, minus prints yeah uh, but mirrors yes you yeah. know oftentimes people take their bathroom mirrors down wow. and that's yeah it's okay repli- but we can talk about that later That's so, a good
1: point but you know i would say though a wall shelf a shelf that's affixed to the wall in general um looks a little higher end in a garage and also increases your home's value i would say totally um, and then
0: especially if you say actually shelves in garage stay they're yeah. affixed and
1: they're yours yeah they're amazing so. and especially if you've got us you know this if you've got a home that's organized and looks amazing I mean it's just makes your song sell that That's much quicker.
0: true. Even if you're like, Well, we're gonna move in two months, well, no better time than the present to purge, put likes together and get look yourself amazing, organized. A show ready completely for that. So yeah. one more thing yeah. is uh y- you know, if you have a um floating floor garage, so you have uh oh. you know an um um um, it's escaping me now because I didn't have breakfast. I you love know, it. Uh, you know, you have uh, – it's excavated under the garage. There's actually a room under your garage. Gotcha. Yes, um, yes, yes.
1: Help me with the name. I don't even know. I know what I you're know talking about. I know the name. I say it every day. Floating floor. Let's go with it. What's well,
0: a floating floor? You know, there's a space around the garage. So if you're hosing out that space, oh. um, the water actually goes down below. You no, have to be very- no idea. Yeah. So that's something – I just taught wow, you something. look. Oh. I yeah, love it. So if you're actually hosing out that garage, yeah. and, it's, and I'll get the name, or we're going to put it up, and maybe it's in the chat, maybe it's- <laughs> Maybe uh, somebody knows. It's um, Suspended Slab Garage. Oh, yes.
1: Suspended Slab
0: Garage. Yes. Yeah. It's a Suspended Slab Garage okay. because there is a room underneath a garage floor. Wow. Kind of like if you were in a parking garage, for lack yeah. of a better analogy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's a space around. So when you when you're actually hosing, hosing the rod, water will go down. So keep the water away from the ends. Yeah. So just, just so use so you your, know. or use
1: your broom. Don't use your hose. Just right. broom it or the, your blower.
0: Two minutes, my friend.
1: Two minutes. Um, trying to think of what else. Um, Oh, the other thing I really like to talk to people about with garages is a lot of times people don't have a mudroom in their home or it's small. Right. So a garage is a great place to put a makeshift mudroom. So think about where you could utilize your wall space and put some shelves to put shoes and maybe put some hooks above to do backpacks, purses, or like in the summertime, great for like wet towels, um, swim bags, et cetera. It's kind of just nice to make a little mix- makeshift mudroom right outside your door that goes into your house. I've even
0: seen a nice piece of carpet uh, yes. what do you call that extra piece of carpet? I don't need A remnant? <laughs> that. <laughs> a rug. <laughs> a rug. <laughs> a rug. <laughs> a rug. <laughs> it's time to eat. Um, that they that's, you know, that stays clean, it doesn't have oil on it, yes. that they can actually change their shoes, put their slippers yes. on. Love it. And
1: things like that. So, yeah. Um, it's great to just kind of think about what else you need and what your garage could help with.
0: Krista Williams, folks. Krista Williams Yay. is the founder and owner of Neatly Done KC. It's an organizational company locally owned and operated right here in the Kansas City metropolitan area. Uh, we have Krista's contact information below. Uh, please follow her on our socials, Instagram, Neatly Done KC, like Kansas City, as well as Facebook. Uh, and we thank you for listening today to uh, season three of our podcast series, Real Estate You with Letty Ann. And we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.